Hi there, Bulldogs. Welcome to Career Chat. This is Kylie, your host, an alumnus of DeSales University and a former career ambassador. I am super excited to be hosting this podcast to help provide all of you guys with valuable information relating to career development. Prepare to hear from our professional staff, students, and DeSales professors as we help you explore your interests, develop your skills, and implement a plan for a fruitful career in the future. With that being said, let's get started with this week's episode. Alrighty, Kathy, welcome to this episode of Career Chat, another episode in the series, The Meet the Staff. Um, Thank you so much for Zooming in with me on this lovely Tuesday morning, even though it's a little dreary out today. (laughs) (laughs) It truly is. Thank you so much for inviting me, Kylie. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? So sort of where you came from and kind of how you got to the Career Development Center? Because I feel like when people come in and they, they meet the professional staff, they're like, oh my gosh, they're these professional staff, they're super professional, and they don't think that anyone has any lives out of sort of what they do at the office, which is so not true. And I know you <laughs> especially have like this awesome, like all these awesome interests too. So why don't you speak a little bit about all of that? Oh, I would love to. Thank you. Well, really funny, but I came from a big science family. Okay. So everybody in my family has science backgrounds and all athletic and all of that type of thing. So the first thing I said I wanted to do is I want to go into pre-med. So when I went to school, I said, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an orthopedics. I love this. As an athlete, that really was interesting me. And coming from science, you know, we'd have these great science conversations at the dining room table. It It was so much fun growing up that way. And When I got to college, um, I got injured as an athlete and had to leave school kind of to go through the rehab and do that kind of thing. And I really missed it because I really love learning and, you know, decided to take classes at community college before I would go back to, you know, my four year degree. Mm -hmm. So as I was doing that, I said, well, let me get something, you know, to keep me going and um, part time. I started working full time in a stock brokerage. Believe it or not. Oh wow. I, Gosh. <laughs> I fell into this. I fell into this position that was just so much fun. I worked for a senior stockbroker who they threw the training program at him and said, here, run the training program, because he was the most senior pro person, right? So they said, you run this program. <laughs> so he turned around and said to me, here, you run this program because I don't want to do it. You know, oh my gosh. we get new <laughs> brokers in. I want you to train, you know, I want you to give them the books and teach them how to t- follow the program and everything. So needless to say, it was kind of my introduction to being in training. And I really loved it. It really was on that, you know, that side of it where I was working with these brokers and here I'm 19 or 20 years old and I'm saying, well, this is what I think you should do. And, you know, it's okay that you didn't do well studying on your exam. You know, we can keep going, take another test. And, you know, when you do your series seven and when you do this. So I found it to be lots of fun getting that organized and really helping somebody find their way. When I left there, um, I owned my own business and I kind of went into the corporate health and wellness side and would consult with companies and really doing that, again, that coaching and that training and helping wellness, um, helping people find their way through balance of their life. You know, how do I um, 
work at my job and, and how do I still take care of myself and how do I be healthy and how do I be well um, and do all these things. From there, it rolled right into doing corporate training. And again, it came back to that coaching and working with people and helping them find their way. And I was able to really bring back that corporate wellness and try to bring in that balance. So, mm -hmm. you know, as I was training and developing people, as I was going through all this, I said, you know, I've got to keep doing my degree. I, I did classes at community college and I started doing my degree. And I honestly um, moved from Jersey, New Jersey into Pennsylvania and somehow landed on the DeSales campus taking access classes. Oh, um, wow. I didn't even know absolutely. that. Absolutely. Oh, wow. And we won't say that it was probably Allentown College at the time, <laughs> <laughs> but I was one of those people. And I I love the campus. I came on this campus and coming from New Jersey, um, it was just a wonderful transition to make me feel at home in Pennsylvania and make me feel welcome. And I remember the first time somebody held a door for me and we always say that on campus, <laughs> but it was something that stuck in my head, how friendly people were. Mm -hmm. And just the environment was really wonderful. Um, I moved out of the area, finished my bachelor's degree in organizational management, and I kept doing a lot of consulting and coaching and training. I worked in um, technology, in coaching, everything from toddlers, two-year-olds, all the way up to teachers and professors, helping them learn to use technology. So it was kind of funny, you know. Uh -huh. Sometimes, you know, I felt like coaching a, a, a two-year-old was easier than me learning something. <laughs> but, um, it was just really a lot of fun. And I, it was still that same kind of feeling. And I found, you know, I really loved, um, you know, really helping people figure out how to do something and put it together and, and that kind of learning thing. So when I moved back to this area, I came back um, and I said, I really have to think about what was it I loved? What was it that I really enjoyed? And um, I happened onto the DeSales campus again. I said, this place is where I went originally. You know, this is where I used to take classes mm -hmm. at one point back in the old days. And um, I applied for a position um, in DeSales. I worked in the admissions department oh and gosh. I was the receptionist, which I just fell in love with. It was so much fun because I got to talk to all of these students that were high school students and their families and their parents. And I got to hear their stories and find out what they wanted to do with these, with their life and find out, um, you know, what their dreams were. And I fell in love with higher ed and that side of it and getting to see these students that which is so excited about their futures. And what I found is I wanted to find out where they went with those stories. You know, in admissions, I was getting to hear the beginning, but I never got to hear more. Um, in, in doing that, um, I saw a position come up in career development with um, Kristen Eicholtz, our ex executive director was there, and uh, Mel Melanie Vallone, our assistant director. And when I interviewed with them, I was so nervous and they were so amazing and made me feel so comfortable. And I fell in love with the office culture and I fell in love with the idea of 
they're just so growth oriented and support and they're always learning and always growing. And I think you can see, you know, there's a lot of change and a lot of things going on right now. And it was just like, roll with it. Let's go. You know, what can we do and how can we make this fun? So I found it was fun yet professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found through my journey is that I love helping people chase their goals, um, be it through coaching or showing them different paths and it just, it just has been such a great experience and being able to take all those experiences and all that exploration I did and find my way back to doing something I love and something that I always say in the office, I have one of the best jobs because I get to see everybody when the light goes on or when they get excited and I get to hear the stories. Now it's part of my job to do that. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you started off um, at Access I like being a student in the access program. That's, that's really, really cool to sort of see your journey and how, how you sort of started. Well, not started, but you made your way to your, to sales. You, you left for a little bit, did some other things, but you ultimately you're back at the sales. And I didn't know you worked for the admissions office either. And that, I feel like that's a, a very wonderful process to being able to see all the different students that are coming into DeSales. But you're right, you only see one part of the journey. You only see the beginning. And I think um, there's beauty in seeing the beginning, but there's also beauty in seeing sort of the follow through with all of that. So that's so, so wonderful. Um, Absolutely. I know, I know that your specialty and what I think is so amazing about you is that you work a lot in regards to experiential learning. Um, so do you mind telling me a little bit about what experience, experiential learning is and why it's important <laughs> to students? Because I think, especially when I first heard the word, I was like, what the heck is experiential learning? Like, I know it's some kind of learning and it, it wasn't is. a phrase I was familiar about, but I would love to hear your take on it. Oh, I love experiential learning. And um, <laughs> it is, everybody goes, wait, what do you do? <laughs> and, and if you think about it, that's how we learn in life. Experiential learning is really the process of learning by doing, right? Mm-hmm. So Within DeSales, um, our students do hands-on experiences and um, reflection, like they look back, and then they connect what happened in the classroom to real-world situations, right? Everything we learn, we learn by doing that. Think about how did you learn to ride a bicycle, Mm -hmm. you know, you had a tricycle, and then somebody gave you a regular bike, and you had you know, training wheels, and you may have fallen off a couple times, but eventually it became easier. I think about learning to drive or learning to play tennis or anything that we do is kind of a process of learning by doing. So when our students do that, they really go through the explore, experience, achieve. It's one of the things that um, is one of our... um, bylines, kind of the way that we really look at the process that students go through. And it's so important that they get those experiences. It's fabulous, um, the theories and everything that they're learning. And sometimes just by then going out into the field or trying something, you might say, you might get a better understanding of the course material. If you go out and try something, you get a broader view of the world and appreciation of of what it is. And sometimes you find you get an insight into your own skills, your own interests, your own passions, your own values. Um, And when I say that, 
I think of a um, you know a student who who might have been in accounting track and said, I love what I do. I love what I do. I love working with numbers. And when they really got to see and um, find out more about the accounting track, they said, oh, you know, I really miss the people side of it. So putting that and just giving a little tweak and making it a financial advisor where they're using the numbers and their skills with numbers, you know, they found that their passion was combining and being able to share that experience with people. It really gets you to meet new people. It really gets you to collaborate and you get positive experiences from the professional side. You build your skill set. Um, and a lot of times it really gives people those that confidence, those leadership skills. They're like, okay, I know I can do this. And when you really look back at it, 90.6% of employers want to hire students who have had experiences outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. And that's from the National Association of Colleges and Employers. Um, and that's their job outlook. So where do you get that experience? Where do you get, you have got an amazing education. Now, where do you get those little things that make you stand out from the crowd, that give you the edge, that put you, push you a little bit ahead? Where do you show your passion, your skills? And it's really through those experiences. Yeah. I think too, when I finally sort of figured out what experiential learning was, the way I kind of thought about it was kind of like a buffet style. So you have oh. all these experiences and you're sort of picking and choosing like what you like in your career. Um, so like you may not you may not like like the pasta they have, but maybe you like the sushi. So it's kind of like you're basically cultivating a toolbox of things that you enjoy and don't enjoy. So then when you you look back on your life at the end of your college career, you say, I don't want a job that has this. I'm not gonna like doing this, but I'm going oh to love doing this. And so I oh really think that it, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my yeah. first analogy is food, but that's just the way. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> no, but that makes so much sense because sometimes your experiences might show you what you don't want mm -hmm. as well as what you do want. Or you might see something and go, is that really a job? Like I can really do that. Or you might find something, a skill or a passion that you didn't even realize was something that you could turn into a job, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I so love that analogy. That's a really good way to say it. Absolutely. So you were kind of hinting at it in your in your conversation, but what different types of experiential learning opportunities are available for students either at DeSales or in other places too? So kind of what what kind of things should students be doing to gain that experiential learning? Oh my gosh, from the time you step on campus, there are so many things that a student can do. You know, we go back to that explore, experience, achieve type of thing. Um, there are externships and a lot of people say, what's an externship? Within each major, an externship can be something different. I know in nursing, um, in the medical field, it might mean something different, but for the majority of our majors, it really falls underneath that window of shadowing and info sessions, right? So they're like short-term experiences that kind of give you a peek into your future. And one of the great things about that is that we have something called DSU Mentor, um, where alumni who have had the same major as you or gone through the same things as us mm -hmm. um, as we're trying to grow, and they've walked the same halls and they've had the same professors sometimes, um, you know, they're there 
to help to allow you to shadow with them, to allow you to do info sessions. Now, right now where shadowing is on pause and, you know, we'll be growing on that and different things, but specific to D specific to DSU mentor, you can do an info session. So through the career development center, you can contact us and, um, you know, go through just like a little intro telling you about what to expect, what we're going to do, go through what an info session can, um, consists of, you know, those questions that you would be asking and you do an informational interview with that person. So you kind of check in with them and say, tell me about how did you get to where you are? You know, that's amazing. And it really gives you a peek into that. A lot of the um, hospitals um, are, might be doing, are still doing um, shadowing experiences, police departments doing ride-alongs. There's so many opportunities out there. Even if you think about your own community close to you, right? Who do you know mm -hmm. that may be um, in a field that might interest you, you know, the nursing field or an accountant or a lawyer or a dancer or, you know, think about all of those things. There's so many opportunities there for you to get experience in your first year or all the way through because like we were talking about, Kylie, you know, sometimes you you shift a little bit and you switch your trail mm -hmm. just to switch. It just gives a little adjustment. Um, one of my things that I always talk about is, you know, it, and Kristen talks about it all the time, our executive director, is sometimes the path isn't straight. Sometimes, you know, you may take a little turn here and there and um, you may find something along the way that you go, okay. That really works. I was working with a student at one point um, who wanted to go into the medical field and found that it didn't quite wasn't quite a good fit, but had this amazing skill of um, working with video and working with camera and mm -hmm. videotaping, and it was kind of a funny combination. But now works at a hospital that um, and tapes surgeries to help. Oh, wow. The surgeons understand and look and train and develop the surgeries. so awesome. <laughs> you know, so it was just this story that somebody was, you know, we were talking about and I said, wait, you do what? And wait, and this, and, and now you're doing wow. what? And it, oh my gosh. It was just kind of a cool experience yeah. um, and kind of different, but it's through those experiences. Now, another way that you can get um, experiences through an internship. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and once you finish your you know, your first year at DeSales, um, you can really start with an internship and it's an academic program, just like any other class. And it incorporates both real world experiences and learning. So you go for about 10 hours a week and you do learning modules and you develop and you kind of get to, again, dip your toe into the waters to see what it's like, but this will be a little bit longer term. So you would do it for a semester. Um, there's also things called micro internships, which are really cool. And another way to get experience, um, a micro internship is a project you might do for a company. That's a miniature, smaller project. And it might be five to 40 hours, you know, where you go in and you do a small project. And I know this is something they do, for example, in TV film, you know, they do a lot of micro internships which are experiences for them where they might go and they'll work a full weekend and they'll take a whole show but it might come out to 40 hours you know yeah 
Oh my gosh. But like, another way you're thinking, adding to your experience. Yeah. I never thought of micro internships. Like, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. So like TV and film, but also like I've seen some companies like looking for interns to manage their social media. So it's, it's not quite like you're going into an office all the time, but it's a good way to say I'm gaining these skills in like social media marketing and it's only taking up about two hours every week. Um, But over time that adds up too. So you may not be doing a full internship, like a full like 10 hour a week internship, but over time, that experience adds up too, which is really beneficial. And it's kind of less stressful, I feel like, for some students if they're still earlier mm-hmm. on in their academic career. So that's Absolutely. a great option. Yeah, that's a great point. And it's so, it's so good. You're taking those skills and adding them to your toolbox. You know, I, know, I think of an access student, um, you know, who might be doing a degree in human resources. And if you look at a micro internship, there might be somebody who needs help in organizing something in their human resources area. So they w- could do a micro internship and just gain those skills and that experience you can put on your resume. Mm-hmm. Another area of um, experiential learning is just in volunteering, you know, whether you're doing it through a club or you work through the Jamie Gerhardt over in the Center for Service and Social Justice. What it's really doing is just giving you skills and experiences that can be added to your resume. And a lot of people, we, all, we, all, we often laugh and say, we don't want a flat Stanley, you know, mm-hmm. out there working, but employers want to see more of who you are and what you are. And so your experiences and your skills just add to that. It's just more layers, you know, peel back that onion, look at all the layers mm-hmm. that you have. And it's just so awesome. And then part-time jobs, You know, I think we were talking um, in the office yesterday and we were talking about that part-time job and working in um, retail and the experience that it gives you in customer service. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think Matt in his podcast on resumes was talking Mm -hmm. about that. You know, sometimes you're pulling out those transferable skills that really, really add to who you are, you know, how do you deal with certain situations, but having had the experience, all of those are um, a lot of the experiential learning experiences and opportunities that are available for our students. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And part-time jobs are really, really valuable. I worked in, I worked at American Eagle for two and a half years, maybe three. I worked there for a while. Um, and I learned a lot. Like I learned a lot about marketing and sort of, um, just like customer service too. And all those skills are transferable. So never think that like a job is not worth putting on your resume because it always is, especially you can apply these skills to any, any sort of job. Um, if you have a lot of experiences, it may become that like one job is more relevant than another. Um, but for the most part, all like all jobs gain you skills. You're never gonna not get anything out of a job. So it's one of those things where you definitely you definitely want to make sure that you're, you're gaining some experience, whether it's in retail or volunteering. Um, I know some people part time jobs are a really good option because you know you got to pay the bills, but then you're also gaining knowledge. So I think it's a win-win for a lot of students too. And especially with holiday season coming up, 
Um, there's a lot of retail jobs open currently. I was just looking, um, and there's, there's definitely a bunch open. So definitely keep your eyes out for those opportunities and also remote opportunities that are happening uh, now as well. Cause that kind of opens your, your basket to so many more opportunities that you never would have thought of before. Um, because like that internship out in Maine that you, you can't normally do is now available because now they're taking remote interns. So definitely look out for those experiences too. But absolutely. uh, Yeah. So moving on to sort of the final question, sort of the more uh, logistical question is, so say that someone wants to do an internship for credit at DeSales. What is that process like and how do they sort of get started on that? Oh, great question. Great question. Well, once a student finishes their first year in good academic standing at DeSales, they're eligible to begin. Uh, for a transfer student, they would need to have 12 credits before they could begin um, at DeSales. So either a first year, once they finish their first year, or a transfer student, once they finish 12 credits. So once you're there, you're eligible to begin. You want to make sure you're in good academic standing, right? Um, but then the next step is just to begin that process to explore, find things, and get going on it. We have something now called the DeSales University Internship Program Group on Blackboard. Remember that an internship is a class, so you're able to find um, on Blackboard our internship program group. There's a couple prereqs that we start you off with. So you go through um, orientation. You go through posting your resume on Bulldogs for Hire, which is our internal um, job search area. But it's also the area where you're going to get that resume fine-tuned or you're going to help get help developing your resume and really bringing out some of the skills and qualities that you have already, right? That sometimes, you know, we heard in that other... Um, interview with with Matt Walton that you know sometimes we forget about things that might we might be able to add on to mm-hmm. the resume or to build a resume yep. and um, so that's why we do that right there because we want to show the employer the best side of you um, when they hire you for an internship or recruit you for an internship mm-hmm. the other prerequisite is you do um, a pre-assessment of your career readiness skills and those are really the skills that are key competencies that employers seek in new hires or interns. And an internship, you really get a chance to then focus on those skills, develop and enhance them, as well as those things that you learned in the classroom. So you get to put that all into practice um, right there in the field. Once you get through those prereqs, you begin the search. Um, We have the internship directory where you can see where other previous interns went. Um, There's other search tools that the orientation guides you through. Um, faculty can help. Um, the Career Development Center um, can give you more search tools. And you, once you get to that point, you then begin sending out an, a letter asking for that internship. Once you find something that really fits you, you send out that letter. Mm-hmm. And you say, Letter of inquiry. I'm interested in an internship. Give a little bit of information about yourself. We do have a sample letter that you would follow. And then once you get that offer letter, you begin the registration process. Really easy. You enroll through the Career Development Center. 
um, you're assigned a faculty supervisor. And once that faculty supervisor um, signs off on you and it goes right into the registrar's office, you then are registered for your class. Remember that an internship, again, is a class and you can get started right away with that internship as soon as you're signed off on it. Mm-hmm. Now, in starting your internship, everything will show up on Blackboard. Once you're registered, you'll have um, all your learning modules will come in there, you know, to develop those key competencies. All of your paperwork comes into there. So as things become due, you'll see them come through there. And you really start to build your learning objectives. So when I say that, think about how in a class a professor says, this semester we will learn. Well, now's the student's chance in their internship to say, this semester I will learn Mm -hmm. out in the field. So they can take, you know, I want social media, right? Um, How a marketing team uses social media out in the field and what tools they use, you know, really taking it from the classroom and seeing it in the field, applying it in the field. Um, And you go all the way through in that way, you know, your employer works with you, um, develops you, develops your skills. You're constantly getting feedback, which is amazing and awesome for your development. Mm-hmm. Your faculty is touch and base with you, see how you're doing. <clears throat> and at the end, you and your employer both assess your skills again. So how you're perceived in a, by a professional in the, your field of study is one of the benefits. You know, you get that feedback from the employer and says, this is where I see you. And it's, it's an area where you're getting to network with them. They're seeing you develop. So many people get their opportunities for their future come out of these contacts, these internships, these touch points, and offer a lot of opportunities for the future right there. One of my favorite parts at the end, though, is you get the opportunity to tell your story about your internship. Um, You know, there's so many amazing stories out there. And if you walk down the admissions hall, you can see some of those stories. You can see some of our internship spotlights, where our students have gone, what they've done. Um, You can see it on our website, Um, but it gives you the chance to be one of those stories and it gives you the chance to develop all your skills and be ready for that career. That's so awesome. Yeah, I knew that, um, I think the process is really important and I also think it's really educational. I think that Um, sort of having to go through all the learning modules and sort of having to assess your story at the end is really, really helpful because it it, it forces you to kind of think about what happened. I think so often sometimes we go through an experience and we don't even take the time to sort of think about what's going on. We're just like, oh, it's happening. It's it's whatever. We're just doing it. Um, And, you know, the most important thing is kind of assessing what you learned from it. Um, So I feel like the internship program at DeSales is a really great opportunity to sort of learn and figure out what you want to take out of the internship as well. But Kathy, do you have any sort of final questions, not questions, (laughs) do you have any uh, sort of final comments or anything you'd like to mention before we wrap up? I think you, I just think that um, your experiences really create who you are and that picture of who you are. And when you're talking to an employer, it's so great to understand what they're talking about, 
but to be able to relate to it and have that employer look at you and say, they really get it. Or, you know, they're chasing their passion and they're chasing what they love and bringing it out and through those stories is one of the ways that you can really be successful in an interview, right? Post um, graduation, it's those stories and it's those experiences that you talk about that really help you move from that classroom right into your career. Awesome. I think that is a wonderful way to wrap up and a great note to end on. So Kathy, thank you so much for taking uh, the time out of your day to uh, zoom in with me and have this conversation about experiential learning. Thank you so much for having me, Kylie. This was so much fun and I really enjoyed talking with you. Alrighty, everyone. I would first like to thank Kathy for taking the time to zoom in with me this week. I've worked with Kathy a lot in the past, and one thing that I've always loved and admired about her is her absolute dedication to career development, especially experiential learning. With that being said, this week is actually National Career Development Week, and one of the events that's coming up on November 12th is called Experience Matters, Keys to Success, and it's a Kahoot. So it's from 7 to 8 p.m., and it's a completely virtual event. So if you're interested, definitely check out the DSU Career Instagram page for more information. With that being said, guys, I hope you guys have a great week.